guys how are you all doing as for me i'm doing superb welcome to the fifth episode of silent battles a warrior story season two my name is suzanne obiechina miss congeniality nigeria and your host okay today's episode you can actually hear that i'm smiling for my voice because i'm really elated i cannot wait to to give to you guys what um, today's episode holds and we are not just um featuring this guest we are celebrating him today because today is his birthday i just reached out to him two days ago knowing that today will be his birthday so that we can have him on today's episode and he availed himself on today's episode we have Jafet ezekiel mechibi also known as jay barry the blessed child he is literally blessed I want you all to listen to Jay Barry and also say a word of prayer for him as today is his birthday. He is clocking 20, sorry, 32 today. I see me trying to reduce his age. <laughs> okay, but as for Jay Barry, in as much as he's clocking 32 today, he sees it as um, 18 years because he literally looks really young at heart and physically and age is just a number for j barry j barry has been through a lot sickle cell has done a lot to j barry ball he has he has made up his mind to to be the leader of his life in as much as sickle cell has decided to come with odds j barry has decided not to see these odds as odds but see them as blessings and i want you all to sit back relax and listen to j barry tell us a story and share his silent battles with sickle cell and how he has been able to overcome it this stay tuned hello everyone my name is Jafet Ezekiel Mechibi also known as J. Barry Blessed Child I'm, I'm a sickle cell warrior I'm a rap artist I'm a motivational speaker a writer many things and um i'm 32 years old today i'm from nigeria i'm currently based in abuja i'm self-employed and um, my hobbies are i love to read i love to write mostly uh, most motivational inspirational pieces i love to play games i love to watch movies i love to listen to music mostly i love to write songs well it's my birthday today and uh, i feel great about it i'm happy that god has been really faithful he has kept me to see this very beautiful day and uh, i'm really grateful to god almighty i feel happy the big 32 is the new 18 for me because i'm still young i'm still kicking so sickle cell is not and never will be a dead sentence to me so uh, I just feel great. My genotype, well, I'm, I'm a sickle cell warrior. At age six, they uh, found out about my genotype because um, it wasn't really that difficult to detect 
mom and dad got married way back in the 70s, so there was no much science and awareness and all that. But due to the science, my elder brother displayed our third born actually is equally a warrior. So mine wasn't really difficult to detect. So at that age, it was detected and um, I was given all the care I think I could get. And um, the worst complications I've ever had with sickle cell, whoa, is um, ACS, acute chest syndrome, followed by AV and vascular necrosis of the left hip. I'm still battling leg sores, and uh, I have knee ankylosis on my left knee. I'm currently on crutches due to all these complications caused by sickle cell. Um. One important thing that sickle cell has cost me that I can never forget, basically, I think I'll say is my education because I've been unable to graduate. I was supposed to graduate way back 2014, but then I got seriously ill after I got my projector pick. That was in 2014, October. And since, since then, I've not been able to go back to school and round up, you know, so uh, education is very important. Um, thankful to God that I went through primary, secondary, up to year one to uh, year four. But I have hope of going back to complete very soon by God's grace. Well, making a living and the challenges of sickle cell, well, it can be really tough. It can be really, really tough. For me, I don't have a source of um, income. I don't have any source of making a living. I just depend on God Almighty and uh, help from well wishes. For other warriors out there doing great in their fields, I say kudos to you. Thank you for being strong. Thank you for fighting. You guys are an inspiration to us because it's not easy you're making a living and um, battling sickle cell because we all know how the complications can get we all know how stressful it can be so um, I want to encourage uh, everybody out there do not let sickle cell limit you you just pick up whatever you can do around you just pick up not minding the challenges however you can help yourself just help yourself and uh, aside going to the hospitals, uh, the basic things I do to manage my conditions are I eat very well. I drink a lot of water. I think that's my number one. Water therapy. I drink a lot of water. Water should be your friend as a sickle cell warrior because you need to rehydrate your system because it works twice as hard as a normal AA person. So you need to drink a lot of water to flush out the sickle hemoglobin and all that. So drinking water is one of the things I do to uh, prevent me from going to the hospital and then I eat well. As a sickle cell warrior, you need to drink a lot of water. You need to eat well. You need to rest, sleep early. Well, I don't sleep early actually. <laughs> but my system has gotten used to that. I try as much as possible to give my system the best rest. I stay away from stress. Then stick to routine medications. I go to the hospital when I feel the signs. I don't wait for it to really hit me down before I start going to the hospital. You know? I stick to the routine medications and all that. So basically these are things I do. 
I ordeal with stigmatization. And one time in secondary school, I was supposed to be given a prefecture post, but uh, I think someone raised the opinion that I had a health challenge and um, I won't be able to perform very well and all that. So it was given to someone else. I felt really bad, but then I didn't take it as anything. I went on. Luckily, I got, uh, I was consoled with class prefecture. So, yeah, I've not really, aside that, I've not really had any stigmatization and discrimination issues because I've learned to really love myself and pick up myself. So, wherever I find myself, whatever you tell me that makes me feel bad, I'll give it back to you. I don't just keep quiet. So, yeah, that is basically uh, what I do. Um, well, for about, about writing songs, um, it's been awesome. It's been really awesome. I currently have three tracks. I have Blessed Child, I have A Brighter Day, and then I have Able God. Blessed Child is a five-minute song. So I talk about my audio, how it all started in 2014 until date and I'm still putting pieces together I'm working on an EP so by God's grace this 2021 I'm expecting it to be great so I'm leaving it all in God's hands yeah so you guys should expect something amazing uh, one myth surrounding sickle cell is that we don't live past 15 I want to debunk that that nonsense is preposterous there's nothing like that they say you as a sickle cell warrior you don't live past a certain age that's a lie today i'm 32 so that's 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 god's doing no one defines your life it's only god that knows when you will leave this earth so don't believe in that shit that's a lie yeah today i'm 32 and that's god's doing and i'm still counting there are warriors out there who has lived up to who have um, lived up to 90s so come on Let's do this. Forget that myth. It's a lie. Nothing like that. All right. And we are special. There's nothing like we look weakly. We look sickly. It's a lie. It depends on how you take care of yourself. A word of advice to people out there who are yet to know about sickle cell, as well to those who know about it but choose to play deaf ears. Well, my word of advice is please know your genotype properly know your genotype just don't know your genotype properly know how it works properly know how these dots connect you know we have internet now so you can google whatever you don't understand you can even ask questions in the public and you get answers all right so please uh, for intending couples please know your genotype as it's very 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 important and to those who know but choose to play deaf ears well may god almighty help us that's all I'm going to say. And um, basically, it's, it's really important you just know your genotype and know how it connects. A word of encouragement to other warriors out there who are yet to come out of their shells and share their stories to inspire others is do not die in silence. Please come out, come out, come out. What you're going through, someone else have gone through it. There are people still going through it. So you come out. Come on, let's share our experience together. Let's encourage each other. 
do not let uh, self-pity make you die in silence all right there are people out there who are willing to encourage you i'm here to encourage you you know there are sickle cell groups where you can join and you feel welcomed you learn about your system you learn about what works for you and all that so please come out come out share your stories share it on your facebook wall your twitter handle your instagram just begin to write something inspire yourself however bad the condition seems Try to put up something, pick up a pen, pick up a pad and just start to inspire yourself. Put out words that will encourage you and encourage others. You do not know what your words might do to someone out there. So please come out. Please, I beg you. We are here to encourage us. Oh, a birthday wish as I clock 32 today is let God Almighty surprise me. That's just it. Let God Almighty surprise me. That's my wish. And um, I wish that everyone you're going through pain out there, wish that you find succor. I wish that you find healing. I wish that that pain relieves you in Jesus' name. Be strong. Always remember five words. Don't you ever give up. These are my words in my song blessed child so please don't you ever give up always trust god the presence of a problem is not the absence of god almighty always remember that god is there he doesn't allow us to fight a battle we cannot contend with okay so please 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 always love yourself take care of yourself and always remember five words don't you ever give up i love you guys and see you on the next episode my god (laughs) i'm so emotional right now um okay okay i need to breathe (laughs) this is actually not um i'm literally speechless oh my god jaffes thank you so much for this and before i start being all cry cry i need to just sing for you i don't have like amazing voice but i could just sing like a birthday song for you because you deserve more than that happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear jaffes happy birthday to you may the good lord bless 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 you if you are listening to this i hope you sang along with me because japheth deserves the best and to think of the fact that japheth is let's say humanly speaking on the unfortunate side of the complication or the condition rather he still gives this these words of strength he still tries to stand out to, to mention both of you he is going through a lot he's literally using clutches right now due to um the 
complications from a vascular necrosis where he had double hip transplants and there were even issues and he had like a repeat surgery and so many things and right now the site is still draining so many stuff going on with him he's also battling double leg ulcers and knee issues knee problems and he's he suffered acute chest syndrome come on one person one person but this one person has acknowledged god in his life knowing that god's will for him is of good and not of disaster and he keeps thanking god he keeps reverencing god regardless of what he's going through come on what other thing do we want how else do we want it to be explained to us that there is beauty in your challenge Japheth is a typical example. He debunked the myths where people kept saying that sickle cell warriors cannot live past 15 years, cannot live past a certain age. You are not God. You cannot determine people's life or how long they live because God decides. And here he is today, being a perfect example. He clocked he clocked text two today and that's really beautiful with all this is going through there are people who are even super strong don't even feel sick who have died but Japheth even with all he has been through and what he's going through right now he's still alive and he's 32 so come on guys I, I really do appreciate you Japheth for coming on board today and I really also want to hear from you next week because we're going to be having a part two with Japheth where he'll be talking about different things, advising other warriors, talking more on different, um, on his complications and how he's dealing with them mentally, psychologically and physically, especially spiritually because I really do believe that this world is more of the spiritual in as much as we try to ignore that fact. We need to come back to the fact that this world is more of the spiritual. Thank you so much, Japheth. And I want to say happy birthday to you once more. Please, if you're going to be listening to this, I I don't know. I'll put out Japheth's. Um, I don't usually do this, but I feel I should do it. You can give Japheth. You can give to Japheth anything. Um be it monetary be it material anything you can reach out to me i'll drop my number in the um in the cover of this podcast or the um how will i put it the note of this podcast for you to pick it out i'll drop my number my number so that you can reach out to me and also drop out Jaffet's um account number as well please whatever you can nothing is too small 100 naira is even enough as long as it's from your heart that's what matters so anything you can please if you're listening to this voice note anything you can at all will go a long way to 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 bless Jaffet today and put a smile on his face and also to god almighty i hope you're listening to me japheth wants you to surprise him and i really do hope you surprise him yes you have given him life and we're grateful for that and we expect that you surprise japheth today so guys thank you for listening to today's podcast and 
like I said, say a word of prayer for Japheth. If you don't have anything to give to him, you can say a word of prayer for him as he clocks 32 today. And I really do hope to be with you guys next week. And we're still going to be having Japheth on board. And he's going to be talking about more about his complications and what he's been through. And I really do hope you guys will be there to listen and enjoy and be inspired, most importantly. So whenever you listen to this podcast, be it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, do have a lovely day. You can listen to our previous episodes on podcast, on podcasts, anchors, Spotify, um, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Podcasts. So many of them. So many platforms. So please anyone that you are comfortable with or you can have access to you can listen to all our previous episodes and our subsequent episodes bye-bye you hear from me next week by god's grace guys welcome to silent bottles a warrior story a special podcast set aside for sickle cell warriors to share their stories and silent bottles with sickle cell this is the fifth episode a continuation of our last episode as i promised our guest Japheth ezekiel mechibi also known as jay barry the blessed child we will be going further to tell us more about the complications he has suffered and he is presently suffering as a result of sickle cell. So permit me to say this is episode 5b as we cannot migrate to episode 6 while we are still um, interviewing a particular guest. My name is Susan Obiechina. Miss Congeniality Nigeria and your host. So the next voice you'll be hearing now is that of Jaffes and he'll be talking to us more about the complications of sickle cell based on personal experience. Do stay tuned. Hello guys. It's your favorite voice again. My name is Jafeth Ezekiel Mechibi, also known as J. Barry Blessed Child. I believe those who were on the last episode remember me and the story I shared about my silent battles, battling sickle cell. Well, thanks to those who wished me well, as at that day, that same day was my birthday, that was on the 28th. Well, thank you so much for the wishes. I love you guys. God bless you all. Today, I'll be briefly talking about the complications I have suffered and I am still currently experiencing as a result of sickle cell anemia. 28th of February, I clocked 32. So please, before I go, and I want to put this out to everyone listening sickle cell is not a death sentence 
if I can make it up to 32, trust me, there's hope. And I'm still counting on to God's glory. And I know you are too, so don't you ever give up. Never believe they say you will not make it up to 15, 18 or whatever. That is preposterous. Only God decides. So live your life, trust God, and keep conquering. So, let me go ahead with, let me start with leg ulcer. Leg ulcer, it was my first complication, I think, that was physical. Though growing up, I had other complications, but I would love to start with leg ulcer. Leg ulcer is another name, there's another name for it called ankle ulcer. Well, um, take note that some of these I'll be sharing from what I researched and most of it I'll be sharing from my personal experience. So pay attention, get your pain, get your pad. Leg ulcers are painful and often disabling complications of sickle cell disorder. They tend to be indolent, intractable, and heal very slowly over months to years. The pain may be severe, excruciating, penetrating, sharp, and stinging in nature. In most patients with sickle warriors, oral or parental opioid analgesics are needed to achieve some pain relief. Trust me, sickle cell also hurts. I'm still battling two on my left and right leg. So trust me, the pain is just as I have described. Sometimes it's peppery, it's thingy, like, oh, thank God for life. Let's go ahead. When leg veins do not push blood back up to the heart, as they should, the blood backs up, which means it pulls, creating extra pressure in the veins. If the condition is not treated, the increased pressure and excess fluid in the affected area can cause an open sore to form. Damage to the skin in sickle cell ulcers occurs in part due to lack of oxygen. Some of this lack is attributable to overall anemia and reduced oxygen carrying capacity of malformed hemoglobin. And some is due to the physical obstruction of vessel occlusive crisis in an already limited supply of blood. When mine started, it started while I was still in the university. It started like a very tiny ball-like wound. And um, when I first noticed it, I reached out to my mom and dad. I reached out to my brother, who was um, a pharmacy. When they saw it, they were all freaking out. So we started treatment immediately, antibiotics, you know, but trust me, what started very minute grew way overboard. Like it kept increasing in size 
it kept increasing stage by stage gradually gradually it kept increasing until date i have battled this show for seven to eight years now i had it while i was still okay while i was not yet on crutches i was battling with it while i was in the university but only my friend few of my friends knew about it until date i'm still battling with it so trust me the complications will suffer can be really stressful but god who created us has a purpose for everything well for treatment i dress it myself till day because i got tired of going to the hospital alternate days dressing and you're paying five thousand naira come on that is so much expenses it really cut off a lot of financial you know um availability in the family because it wasn't easy so i had to learn how to dress it myself until date i dress it myself trust me and i do a very perfect job well mostly therapies currently used for the management of leg ulcers in patients with sickle cell disorder revolve around overall disease control wound care and dressings debridement and surgical management with skin grafts or flaps sadly i'm still going through this well if i had the money probably i'll try skin, uh, skin grafting or wound debridement well if you're a warrior and you're listening to this i would suggest you always elevate your leg most of the time and sometimes go for wound swab so they can place you on antibiotics the aim of the antibiotic treatment is to clear the infection but antibiotics do not heal ulcers and should only be used in short courses to treat infected ulcers trust me guys you want to run away from infection when you have leg ulcers because you don't want it to keep going way overboard we try to control it well i still have one on my left i still have one on my right and i'm still battling with it but i'm trusting god for a miracle and i want you to to keep trusting god for a miracle so um that is it for me about leg ulcers uh till date i still carry bandages on my leg and I don't let it stop me. I move. I wear my shorts. I go out. You look at me. Well, I don't care. This is me. I'm doing me. You do yours. That's just how life should be. Don't let it limit you, please. All right. So um, let's head to AVN. Vascular necrosis. Hmm. This is one nightmare that I don't know how to describe the pain. In my own terms, I call the pain of AVN, a vascular necrosis. I call it um, undefined pain. Trust me, the pain is undefined. Well, AVN was the major setback I heard that lets me be on crutches today. October 2014, I just got my project topic, and um, 
I was happy that um, I'll soon be a graduate, psychology 400 level. So I got back home because dad studied psychology and I got back home to get some project materials and go back and start up. I was so anxious to start my project so I could graduate. It's been one of my biggest dreams ever since I started um, schooling. But before then, let me define what avian is. A vascular necrosis is the death of bone tissue due to lack of blood supply. It is also called osteonecrosis. It can lead to tiny breaks in the bone and the bone's eventual collapse. Mine started when I was 26 years old, way back 2014-2015. And uh, trust me, it has not been a smooth journey. It's been really rough. So I got back home. I got the project materials ready. I was to go back to school. It was a Saturday slash Sunday. No, it was a Sunday. I was to go back in the evening. Oh, um, I took a sleep in the afternoon. I took a nap. I woke up with the plan of packing up and going back to Kefi. If you know where Kefi is, Nasharawa said, it's not far from Abuja, from where I stay precisely, Karusite. So it wasn't a long journey that was going to take so much time. So I calculated. At most, it took me 45 minutes to Kefi. So that evening, I woke up. I wanted to go take a leak. And one, two, three steps, I started hearing this squeaky sound in my left hip area. At first, I thought it was a normal seed that would disappear in time. I kept hearing the squeaky sound as I'm, you know, step. I kept hearing the squeaky sound. I, I was, I was worried. I was not worried. Yeah. So I called my mom because my mom, she's the nurse I have. My first nurse I go to when something comes up. God bless our mothers, by the way. God really bless our mothers. I complained to her and I said, Mom, pay attention. Listen to this squeaky sound. And it was kick, you know, that's squeaky sound, kick, 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 well, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, <laughs> that night, uh, my mom said, okay, I should observe it, I should postpone my journey, and thankfully to God, I obeyed, because I was really, really not happy, I was like, no, I'll be fine, don't worry, let me just go, I need to you go back to school, and you know, but something happened. That spirit of God touched me. I said, hey, stay back. And I stayed back. Trust me, that evening, I never slept. It was, it was horrific. All I can remember is I woke up in the middle of the night in tears. I was weeping. The pain was just unbearable. 
talking to you now, you know, I still feel the goosebumps. Remembering it. It was hell. Trust me. I have a reason when I said in one of my songs, I said if pain was a product, then I'm a loyal customer. It was like I was patronizing pain. I was patronizing pain. That was just it. But thank God for life. I battled, I battled, I battled. So 2016, 2015, I had to be put on wheelchair because I could not walk. You know, and it was really depressing because, you know, it's really surprising how your life can just, within splits of seconds, your life can just take an overturn, can just take a U-turn, and everything is crashing, and you don't even know how, you know, to explain it. Before you know it, you're on wheelchair, you're bedridden, you can't walk. It was really depressing. But God kept ministering to me and said, hey, you cannot die. You just have to keep fighting. And thankful to mom and dad, lovely family and friends that stayed around. They joined me in the fight. And today, despite being on crutches, I'm glad I'm an inspiration. Sickness and life circumstances took my left leg. Temporary, I'll say by faith, okay? Because I refuse to end up on these crutches. I will move again, and I'm trusting God. All right, so, but life has given me a sense of direction, purpose, a sense of priority, and I'm glad I'm an inspiration to the Sickle Cell Society. And I won't stop going till we are heard. I won't stop putting out these words and songs to inspire other Sickle Cell warriors, to give out hope and inspiration. To let them know secret cell is not a death sentence because what I've survived, trust me, it was supposed to kill, it would have taken my life. But God was faithful and stayed with me. 2016, I had a hip surgery, hip replacement surgery. Sadly, it failed, it developed complications. So, um, it was it was another torture, another round of torture because after the first implantation. I rocked my hip for, um, I think, a month or a few weeks, and it dislodged. How it happened, I can't say. No one can say. So I had to be put back on the uh, chair table. They had to cut open again and fix it back. So imagine the pain. After you're just healing, and they had to, like, cut you open again and try to push back the dislodged hip that was replaced. Well, it was successful. I was sutured back. I was healing well. And I was put on traction. That is another nightmare. The story is broad, so I'm going to try to be very, very brief about it. But I'm sure one day I'm going to have a book that will tell the stories. We'll reach out to other sickle cell warriors. So that's that about it. I was put on traction for weeks. Still, I was discharged. I came back home. Guess what? 
Tapi jelas lagi. The doctor didn't quite do a good job, but hey, what would I do? What would the family do after spending a lot of money over two point something million to three million, if I'm not mistaken? The work done was zero percent. It was another nightmare, another depressing moment. But I told God, I said, I'm not going for any surgery again. I am tired of the pain. Not talk of the financial stress. Mom was, you know, tired. I said, no, I'm not doing anything again. So I held the dislodged hip like that. I held it till 2020, December, which is the recent surgery I had to remove it, to take out everything. But before then, a part of the implant came out on its own because it was it, it was not comfortable where it was so it was shooting out gradually i have pictures when i share these pictures you like whoa you went through this yeah and up here kicking yeah so a part which is the uh the femoral head came out on its own the femur it pushed out on its own gradually i was like I was on bed, a part of matter was out of me and there was no way I could pull it because I didn't know if it was um, going to cause another complication. So, and I didn't go to the hospital. It just kept pushing out gradually till it fell off on its own. It came out on its own. Now left the acetabulum head, which is the one I had a recent surgery to take out because it was causing a lot of infections pain so yeah i've seen the worst of it but i'm still here i'm still kicking i am jay barbara bless the child of wabba yoko's gotcha i'm a school of encouragement oh yeah i'm with the bright future encourage yourself so that's that about my avian experience the next one is um acute chest syndrome sometimes called kidiomegaly acs is caused by infections and or a blockage of blood flow to the chest and lungs. Acute chest syndrome, ACS, is a complication in sickle cell patients or sickle cell warriors sorry, that can result in lung injury, breathing difficulty, low oxygen to the breast of the body, and possibly also death. That is one thing with sickle cell. Our complications can lead to so much damage, if not organ damage, tissue damage, or death. So swift action is always needed when we notice we are in crisis or we notice our system is not normal. Let's not let it stay too long. Take actions. Slight complication can lead to death or stroke. You know, a lot of things. So please, let's always stay active. All right. So, like I said, it can lead to death. Sometimes it is characterized by enlargement of the heart and breathing becomes really difficult. Well, in my case, it was more of heart enlargement. Couldn't breathe well. It was just sharp, deep pain from the back. It's different. I just cannot describe it. When I breathe in, you know, the pain is just actually undefined. When I breathe in, it's, there's this sharp pain. When I breathe out, there is relief but with sharp pain. So it was like I was just in between hell and hell. 
But hey, thank God, I came out alive. All right. It is actually an undefined pain. I say so because I could not just define the pain all through the period. Well, X-ray showed the enlargement, and throughout that period, trust me, I was lying face up because I could not lie on my left or right. Any slight move, it was pain. I was eating facing up. I was drinking facing up. Trust me, this is not some film trick. This is not fiction. This is life. It happened to me. I remember sometimes the plate will be, I'll keep the plate on my chest because I want to eat by myself and I'll be eating facing up. And you know how risky that is. But God saw me through. Somehow, I did not choke. The food didn't go through the wrong windpipe. Water didn't go through the wrong windpipe all through that period. God was just faithful. All right. So after x-ray that showed the enlargement, um, I was placed on Tamsulosin. I still remember it. It was Tamsulosin. That was the name of, if I'm not mistaken, 400 millimeter gram. And uh, I had to put it under my tongue with alongside painkillers. And gradually the heart kept going down. Gradually, gradually it re- reduced to its normal form. Then we had an X-ray and it showed that it has gone down. That was how I started sitting up. That is how I came back feeling much better. That is my own experience for acute chest syndrome. It was a tough one. You get, but we thank God. So not only those, the sickle shape of the cells make them more likely to cause blockages but they can also damage the lining of the blood vessels resulting in inflammation plus the short lifespan of sickle cells contributes to issue hypoxia or oxygen deprivation which can harm the tissue in the heart and elsewhere so that is what makes it really complication we don't joke with these guys always know your system know when your breathing is fine know when it's not fine Please, I'm begging you, stay active, know yourself, observe what works for you. You are your best bet on conquering this, not your mom. You are your best bet and God Almighty. Please, I am begging, stay out a lot. So that's that for ACS. The next one is knee ankylosis or muscle contraction. This was one thing that affected my hip replacement surgery because my left knee was fused. And how I got this fused knee was as a result of comfort zone. When I was having my AVN, there was this particular comfort zone where if I fold the leg, that is where I find comfort. Aside that position, there's no position. So I stayed in that position for a very long time. And gradually, the knee muscles contracted, which they call knee ankylosis. They could, I could not stretch back my knee to make it straight. So it was curved. It was all, I couldn't stretch my knee 360 degrees. Well, let me define knee ankylosis for you. Ankylosis is stiffness 
for joint due to abnormal adhesion and rigidity of the bones of the joints, which may be the result of injury or disease. The rigidity may be complete or partial and may be due to inflammation of the tendinous or muscular structures outside the joint or the tissues of the joint itself you get so you can imagine this keeping your leg in one position for a very long time trust me guys you can even do it if you want to try put yourself in one position for days you see that your tissues your tendons your they adhere the, the adhesive uh how do i put it the muscles they come together and start forming and before you know it stretching back that particular joint will be an issue so comfort zone led to how i got my own knee ankylosis and it was one complication that affected my hip replacement surgery we get because the knee wasn't straight it was it was bent because they had to do a, a knee release a muscle release at first i was having a curved leg after the release it was straight but it wasn't that straight it was bent kind of so it was always pushing the hip replacement the femur out that was what was dislodging it but the doctor failed to understand this he kept saying he can do the job he can do the job we believed him and he messed up but we, we left we, we just left him with god because that is one problem with our doctors in nigeria they put the money first before the patient they don't have that compassion that empathy to you know put their patients first before the payment and that is why the western world keeps getting advanced they put you first be you a criminal be you a killer be you a murderer if you are shot in action first thing they try to revive you they bring you back to life before you face your judgment but here nothing works so we have to live with it we need a lot of help fighting sickle cells and that is why we are here creating these awareness we're here fighting so that is that for my own um knee ankylosis and um for uncle mm, for avn i want to point out that sometimes it is uh um partial or it is total if it is partial hip replacement sometimes maybe it is just the acetabular head that is affected yeah, so you just implant only an acetabular head that will accept the femur of your ball and socket joint but sometimes if it's uh the femur that affected then they'll place you the femur which is the uh, prosthesis to fit in your acetabular god-given acetabular head um, about my own case both were affected the ball and socket joint were, were, were affected the femur and the acetabular head was badly eaten up all right you go to my instagram page you see some of these pictures so um that's that for um ankylosis then um spleen enlargement i remember my spleen enlargement experience it was a bit brief but tough really tough 
people the spleen the spleen is an organ that is part of the lymphatic system the spleen makes lymphocytes filters the blood stores blood cells and destroys old blood cells it is located on the left side of the abdomen near the stomach well sometimes this spleen enlarges okay Sometimes sickle cells block the blood vessels leading out of the spleen. You remember, you know, because we don't have the normal O-shaped uh, blood vessel. It's crescental. It's a crescent shape. So sometimes movement is not free. So when they block the blood vessels leading out of the spleen, when this happens, blood stays in the spleen instead of flowing through it. This causes the spleen to get bigger and the blood counts to fall. This is called splenic sequestration. Should I say that again? Splenic sequestration. <laughs> Don't mind me. I learned a lot of this from researching on my own and I read a lot about it. All right. So, sometimes it is called... Uh, um, spleen crisis and when this happens sometimes it is true surgery that they, they, they avert the dangers of it sometimes the spleen is, is actually removed i know of a warrior who they removed um her spleen and she's still doing well thank god for modern medicine a lot of uh, breakthroughs in science in medical science and technology so let's keep praying for more grief well mine my stomach got bigger but I don't know how God did it. I don't know how I got out of that because it happened to me while I was still growing up. I don't have deep memories of that, but I've, no, I've, I've observed it. The doctor, you know, placed his hands and just kept pressing my tummy. And he gets to a particular position. I'll, I'll scream. And that was when, okay, when he was... Under my spleen, when I shouted, he said, okay, this is a problem. I was placed on medications, I know, and I got better. It's brief, but it was another hell for me. So um, that's that for spleen. Um, for spleen enlargement. And um, sometimes uh, the diagnosis... All right, an enlarged spleen is usually detected during a physical exam, like I mentioned. Your doctor can often feel it by gently examining your left upper abdomen. However, in some people, especially those who are slender, a healthy normal sized spleen can sometimes be felt during an exam. Blood tests such as a complete blood count to check the number of the red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets in your system. Ultrasound or computerized thermography CT scan to help determine the side of your spleen and whatever it's crowding other organs. Magnetic resonance imaging, MRI to trace blood flow through the spleen. Imaging tests aren't always needed to diagnose an enlarged spleen, but if your doctor recommends imaging, you generally don't need any special preparation for an ultrasound or MRI. But if you're having a CT scan, however, you may need to refrain from eating 
before the test if you need to prepare your doctor will let you know well in advance finding the cause sometimes you may need more testing to find the cause of an enlarged spleen including liver function tests and a bone marrow exam these tests can provide more detailed information about your blood cells that can blood draw that um, uh, um the blood can be drawn from a vein and then uh it is tested treatment for an enlarged spleen focuses on the underlying problem of a bacterial infection treatments where will will include antibiotics then watchful waiting if you have an enlarged spleen sometimes but don't have any symptoms and the cause can't be found your doctor may suggest watchful waiting you have to see your doctor for re-evaluation in 6 to 12 months or sooner if you develop any symptoms and you're not having any pain you're not having difficulty in breathing you're not falling into crisis and all that watchful waiting and uh when i um talked about spleen removal surgery if an enlarged spleen causes serious complication or the cause can't be identified or treated surgical removal of your spleen splenectomy may be an option in chronic or critical cases surgery may offer the best hope for recovery and the last one elective spleen removal this requires careful and cautious consideration you can live an active life without a spleen but you are more likely to contact serious or even life-threatening infection after spleen removal sometimes radiation can shrink your spleen so that you can avoid surgery these are from part of my experience and research that I put together and give out to you. So you say that spleen enlargement isn't a minor uh, complication, something really serious too. And the last but not the least, sorry if I'm taking your time and I hope you enjoy my voice. The last one on my list today is the telitis, sometimes called sausage fingers or digits. This is early signs of sickle cell anemia. Tectalitis is severe pain that affects the bones of the hands and feet or both. It's often the, some, the, is, it, it is often sometimes the symptom of sickle cell disease in babies. Tectalitis is caused by blocked blood circulation. Symptoms include extreme pain and tenderness usually with swelling. An episode may last one to 14 weeks. The first drug your doctor recommends for dactylitis will probably be an, a, a, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug or NSAID. We all know these are sickle warriors, right? These medications ease swelling. And pain. So that is why sometimes they administer NSAIDs to us when we have swellings like um, ibuprofen, meloxicam, diclofenac, and all that. So um, I had this while growing up. I swollen fingers, swollen 
fade. You know, it it gets re- like you feel like your fingers will bust, you feel like your feet will bust out, and it's usually really painful. You know, peppery sometimes, and sometimes you feel like um a little thing will, will just you know make it explode. But no, it's the early signs of um sickle cell. It happens. It really does. Uh, this is one sign that they know that okay, this child is probably an SS. Okay, well, I had my own experience, but it went down, and I'm still here. So, guys, this is it for this, uh, this episode. I'm sorry if I missed anything, and if you don't understand anything, you can always reach out to me. You can reach out to our amazing, amazing, amazing Miss Congeniality 2019, Susan Obechina, with her lovely voice. I love you. You're doing a very great job. So, this is it for me. Alright. Um before I sign out, guys, I am going through a lot. But sometimes you don't know if this is because I've learned to rise above the limitations of sickle cell. I've learned to pick up myself, I've learned to be strong, I've learned to be faithful in God, I've learned to pray. Be you a Muslim, be you a Christian, prayer goes a long way. Leave it all to God and keep fighting. Remember what I always say. Don't you ever give up. Forever staying strong and we go sure find our way up. These are some things I do to keep me going. I write songs. I go into motivational write-ups. I upload status updates. I do short videos encouraging my fellow safe warriors. Sometimes when I do this, I encourage myself. Alright? And it gladdens my heart because trust me, I have a lot of sequential warriors who reach out to me and say, Man, you are an inspiration to me. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I love you. May God strengthen you. May God keep you. You know, it really, really means a lot. It, it encourages me. It, it inspires me to do more. And secondly, guys, I still need help. Trust me. I still need a hip replacement surgery, a knee replacement surgery, and treatment of the ankle sores. I am in everyday pain, but I've learned to just forget my pain and trust God and just do me. But I am tired of getting used to the pain, and I am begging God for a way out. So guys, however you can share this, please share. No one knows where this podcast will get to. You never know. There might be a helper out there who's just waiting to listen. I really do need your help, guys. I need your prayers. You pray for me, I pray for you. It is serious help. And the truth of the matter is, I'm afraid of Nigerian hospitals. After the failure of the first surgery, I'd rather trust God and raise funds and just travel abroad where I'm insured of proper treatment and meeting doctors who actually know what they are doing. So that is the more reason why I'm still here. I'm still pushing to raise funds. I'm still pushing, you know? to raise enough funds and just travel out any country that can give me proper care 
I'm open to it and I'm praying to God and I need you guys to please pray for me. I am in pain, trust me. For the fact that I'm here dropping songs, writing does not mean that I'm not in pain or I'm okay. I have my own silent battles that I face alone at night. So please guys, let's share. I need help. And if you're out there too and you're going through a lot, please don't you ever give up. Follow my voice. I'm not there yet, but I believe I'm a work in progress and I'm working on to greatness. And you too can be that. Trust me, nothing is impossible. Even the word impossible, when you divide it, says I am possible. You are possible, my dear warrior. You are possible. Rise above the limitations of sickle cell disorder. Disgrace sickle cell. Don't let it disgrace you. You are the master of the house. You own your body. Command sickle cell to back down and it will back down. For me, I believe I'm no more sickled. I believe I am healed. I'm just dealing with past complications that sickle cell gave me with. When you speak it out by faith, God in his infinite mercies hears you. Keep proclaiming it every day. This is what I tell myself. I'm no more sickled. I don't know when last I had a crisis. Trust me, ever since these complications arose, crisis stopped. And I told God, I refuse to go through crisis while I'm in this complication. And ever since then, crisis seized in my life despite being SS, despite battling these complications so please guys i need you to take care of yourself drink a lot of water rehydrate your system your system is working 10 times harder to keep you going trust me our cells don't live that long all right so please let us fill our system with free drink water to avoid crisis drink water to avoid pain just keep drinking if you're not good with drinking water buy juice dilute it don't make it too sweet but something you can drink and just keep drinking it trust me you'll see that your jaundice will clear your liver will be fine your system will be okay eat vegetables rest well take fruit avoid stress Whoever stigmatizes or discriminates against you, look up to that person and say, you cannot battle a pinch of what I go through. Trust me, I am stronger than you. I may be like this, but trust me, you are weaker than I am. Give that person back. Don't fold in your shell and go back feeling self-pity. Avoid self-pitying. And- oh my God, this is so amazing. Thank you so much, Jafet Ezekiel Mechibi. I am really grateful you're able to do this with us today. <laughs> it was a very long time hearing you ball. Every bit of it made a lot of sense. And I believe that every listener believe and thinks so too. And to just summarize everything, it is just obvious that um, the sickled-shaped um, sickled cell of sickle cell is the basic reason of 
every single complication sickle cell warriors go through because it causes there's no um easy flow through the vessels and veins so it causes blockage because it is sickled and then um the blood carries oxygen and oxygen does not get to certain areas of the body and then these parts of our body starts um starts um protesting so i i really i really like honestly jaffes no cap right now no cap because god has kept you going and you are literally like you said a work in progress and a living testimony and i do hope that people will listen to this till the end and understand that regardless of their challenges there is hope as long as there is life Jaffes has gone through a lot. I can't even remember all he called, but I'm really certain that I've learned a lot and I know that you all have learned too. You can also do your research to be sure about these things if you are in doubt. And please, Jaffes needs help. He is fighting for his life and he's doing that with smiles on his face all he needs from you is your assistance no matter how little share this video if you cannot support financially sorry rather share this podcast if you cannot support financially um i would also put down jaffet's um instagram handle and phone number on the um on this podcast so that you all can reach out to him if you can i really thank all of you for listening to this and i do hope to see you next week with a fresh 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 episode of silent battles a warrior's story thank you all for listening do have a great day whenever you listen to this be it monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday to have a great day. Hear from me next week. Bye bye.